What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. Today, I'm sitting with Gabrielle Dolan. She is an author and speaker that is passionate about storytelling and helping brands tell their stories. She just released a new book called Magnetic Stories. When we get into part of the book and some of her teachings and really just her philosophies around corporate storytelling and brand storytelling. So I think you guys are going to love this. If you've been around, listen, to this is your first episode or your hundredth with us. I think you're going to like this one. But before we get into it, as always, we put on this show here at Cave. We are a marketing agency based out of Los Angeles that, you guessed it, helps companies tell their story. We're a social media first agency, but we have full capabilities. And if you're struggling with how to tell your story, reach out to us. We'd love to help and start a conversation from there. All right, now let's get into this episode. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's going on, my marketing people? Welcome to another episode of the show. Today, I'm pumped. Coming from across the pond, the big, big pond over in Melbourne, Australia, we got Gabrielle Dolan with us. She is an author and speaker, helps go and train businesses on how to tell their stories effectively. She's also an author of a couple of books you see there behind her if you're looking at the video of this episode. Gabrielle, welcome. Thanks, Jordan. It's really good to be here. And it is a big pond. We normally say across the pond between Australia and New Zealand, not Australia and America. <laughs> yeah, it's a little swim, you know. It's a, it's <laughs> um, a bit of a swim, yeah. But I can't wait to get into, you know, some of your teachings. But before we do that, I want to hear your story. How did you find yourself in marketing and getting to that point where you said, okay, it's time. I have so much knowledge. It's time for me to go and teach. And I'm going to, you know, go start writing and everything. Like walk me through your journey in marketing and the listeners. And because I'm really, really interested to hear how you got to this point. Yeah. It's interesting. You sort of say how you got into marketing and part of me thinks, oh, I don't think I'm in marketing, but part of me also says, I think everyone's in marketing. Everyone's in marketing, whether they're marketing themselves, but you know, everything they do all the time is marketing something. So look, I actually started in technology. I started my career in technology as a mainframe computer operator, which really is showing my age because I don't I don't even think companies have mainframe computer operators anymore. And I, I went through technology and then I actually started to get into learning and development roles. And I worked for one of Australia's largest companies. And one of the benefits of that is you can actually not only change jobs, you can change careers. So I progressed through the ranks into senior leadership roles, started to experience I guess the first-hand challenges of leading people and communicating and influencing. And then my last couple of roles were in some pretty senior change management roles. So this whole concept of how do you get your message across more effectively and how do you influence people to do something different and whether that's internally or externally. And then I, I started noticing that the really good leaders were sharing stories the great presenters were sharing stories. I sort of started to dabble a bit with it myself. So when I would go out and in my change management role, communicate to the business units, I would start sharing a story, like a personal story of mine, but connect it to the message. And what I found is when I did that, it Got get it got cut through. It's like people actually understood the message and then remembered it. I remember at the time looking around and there was a gentleman called Stephen Denning. He was a senior exec at the World Bank and he had written a book on storytelling. And part of me thought, you know, if, if a senior exec from the World Bank's written a book on storytelling, maybe there's something in this. And this was about like 17, 18 years ago. And so I actually decided to leave 
the corporate world and thinking, you know, with my background in leadership, my background in designing training and delivering training, I thought maybe I could teach people how to tell stories more effectively. And that's sort of what I've been doing for the last 17 years. So it was a bit of a hard slog 17 years ago. No one was talking about storytelling. I'm sure marketers were, but no one else was. Now everyone seems to be talking about storytelling. So yeah, predominantly I go into organizations and teach them how to teach their leaders how to share stories more effectively and whether they're sharing the stories internally to their employees or externally to their customers, how they do that well. I love it. And it's interesting too. I'm with you. It's, you know, such a hot topic right now. I think partly due to like people waking up to it to just so many more tools that allow us to tell our stories for a low cost in a low cost manner with high output with things like social media and internal communication tools. And that's actually one of the first things I wanted to talk about is scaling your storytelling, right? From a company, if you have 10 people up to if you have 500, if you have 800 people is some tips for people, maybe someone who's listening who has you know, just got recruited over from a startup into a big corporate company and they're tasked with, you know, championing and telling the internal story, right? How do we tell stories at scale? And I'd just love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah. So a couple of things, Jordan, I think you're right. I think the whole social media is just a perfect medium for stories. And so I think there could be several reasons why stories becoming more popular at the moment, but social media is a way to get your stories out and it's relatively cheap because we can all access it. And I love the fact, how do you get your stories to scale? So regardless of whether you're a big multinational or whether you're a startup, if what stories do is stories good stories and the whole concept of magnetic stories is they're shareable. People, you know, the the reason I called the book Magnetic Stories, the concept of a magnet is once you share this, once you hear the story, it's like this instant attraction that's very hard to pull away from. And if when people hear a good story, they will share it and they will share it willingly. And social media is a great place to do that. So the first step is finding the story and then, you know, and first of all, what story to share? Like there's, you know, well, what stories do we start to share? But then getting it out there and getting it out there both internally, putting it on your social media and just sharing them constantly. And you you can do that, like you said, whether you're a 10-person startup or a 100,000 multinational. I think the reason a lot of companies don't do it is I think they're still not sure of the power of stories. They don't they don't understand the power of stories and then and then they don't know how to do it or they try to do it and it ends up being a timeline. I don't know if you've noticed this, Jordan, on websites the last few years, the About Us page has changed to Our Story. Everyone's seen Our Story. And I get in and look and nine times out of ten, it's not a story. It's still a timeline, which is not a story. So it's actually understanding what a story is in the first place. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Like what is a story? And then I also think similar to the dilemma that a lot of creatives face with the fear of feeling judged when they put their story out and getting to that position, right? Where leaders are like, is this even a good story? Like, you know, and getting over that fear, I think is so important as well. Do you face that at all when you're doing this coaching? And yeah. You know, it's one of the, there's probably two reasons I wrote the latest book is one is I saw people trying to implement storytelling and just not doing it right. Like just going about it all wrong because they didn't know how to do it. Probably the other reason I wrote the story, and this is perhaps the main reason I would speak to people 
who ran companies or ran startups or were trying to grow and they had amazing stories, but exactly what you said, Jordan, they'd go, oh, well, I wouldn't share that. Uh, a really quick example, I met a woman at a networking event. I was the speaker. I sat down and spoke to this woman. She ran a couple of childcare centers and I just, you know, was asking her how she got into it. And she said, well, I used to be a dentist and I'm going, well, how did you go from a dentist to running childcare centers? And, you know, she told me about that her and her husband had trouble getting pregnant and it took them about 10 years to get pregnant. And when they did get pregnant and she had to go to back to work, she was looking for a childcare center for their son. And every childcare center she went into, she just wasn't happy. She just kept thinking, my son would not love this. And so she decided to buy one and turn it into a childcare center that her son would love. And I just said, please tell me that story is on your website. Because if I was looking for a childcare center, I would just read that story and go, sign me up. And her reaction was no. She goes, we use it internally, but I don't I don't think it's, you know, I forget the word she had, appropriate or no one would be interested. And I was just going, that is gold. When it comes to marketing, that story is gold. And it's getting over those false barriers we put in front of ourselves, right? Like, oh, no one would be interested. And it's like, well, put it out there. Let's see if people are interested. To your point, I think it helps align people to the purpose, right? So much easier and faster to decode really what you're about when they hear this story. Now, I do want to, you know, it's we're, we're talking about it and we get it. But for that listener right now who's saying like, okay, well, like, what story, what types of story, what what should I say? Like, I can't just come in and tell an entertaining story. How do I tie it back to the business? I know in the book, you have a couple types of stories. So I'd love to hear like break down what those types of stories are. So our listener can take that back. And listeners, I'm going to give you a quick second here, get out your pen and paper, <laughs> because I feel some knowledge is about to be dropped. So Gabrielle, walk us through what are those types of stories? Okay, I'm preparing for drop of knowledge. <laughs> so you're right, Jordan. Look, before we even, I think the first place you start is before I get to the five types is you need to know what your brand is. So this whole concept of brand storytelling is what is your brand? So what is it you want to be known for? You know, do you want to be known for innovation? Do you want to be known for integrity? Do you want to be known for, you know, obsessing about your customer or sustainability? Whatever it is, you first of all, you've got to be clear on that because then that will help you find the stories. I loved writing this book and I loved writing it because I got to speak to so many companies from around the world. There's so many companies that are doing some really cool things with storytelling. And I knew there was going to be a section in the book about the X number of stories companies should share, but I didn't know what that X number was. So after doing all the research, they sort of fell into five categories. So I'll quickly go through them. They all start with C because, you know, I do like a good, you know, palette, word it matches. The first one is the creation story. So I think that's probably the most common story. So that is sometimes called the founder's story. But the reason I didn't call it the founder's story, not just because it didn't start with C, but it's also how the company started, but it's also how a product started. So you could have a product and service that's got a really cool story behind why you started it. So that you should share that. So the creation story, one is a culture story. So what is the culture? So sharing stories of you know, personal stories, like perhaps personal stories, the CEO or the leaders, why this, you know, why integrity is important to us. Stories of your employees living those brand values. Customer stories. So how can you make the customer the hero? And it's 
it, this moves beyond just customer testimonials, but, you know, making them the hero of the story. Community stories. So what are you doing in the community? Now, again, this moves beyond your corporate responsibility stuff, but you could be doing, your company could be doing really cool stuff in the community and share that. Your employees could be doing really good stuff in the community. So again, make them the hero. And then the final one is the challenge story. So how do you, how have you and your company overcome challenges. I could have quite easily had a coronavirus story in there, but I I resisted the urge for that. And some of them have just come into the challenge story. You don't have to be caught up too much about what type of story it is, but it's just looking for all these different types of stories. And unfortunately, sometimes companies just stop at the creation story of how the company started. I love that. And I love giving some direction to people too, because it might be something where if you're sitting there and you're like, I have this story, and then you jot down the notes of it, and then you can tie it back and you can be like, oh, that's a community story. Or, hey, that's a community and customer story. Or in having that, like, they're not all mutually exclusive and they all fit underneath this brand story, right? That people are interested in. I think that's the biggest thing that people that we miss out is that we crave that. Like you said, where if that lady put on that story about why she opened the daycare center, you'd be like, I am craving this. I want to do business with you. Like this is, yeah. the people, these are the type of people I want to work with, right? Yeah. And and fundamentally, we need to understand as humans, that's how we communicate it. Like, you know, you hear the stories, stories in our DNA. It is the way we communicate. And Jordan, it's a good point. You don't like it. You could go, oh, this could be a community story or it could be a challenge story. I'll give you a really, really quick example. And, th- and this is a great example about growth as well, how a company grows. March last year, when, you know, COVID really hit and we all went into lockdown, there was a gin distillery based out of Sydney and they were a really young brand they were only about five years old they had a bar attached to their gin distillery so when we went into lockdown they were really concerned that their 15 employees in their bar would lose their job and because of the you know massive shortage of hand sanitizers they instantly swapped from making gin to making hand sanitizer and when I say instantly within three days they had got everything they needed to do produce like over 7,000 bottles of hand sanitizer. And over the next few months, they produced hundreds of thousands. They not only saved the jobs of their 15 um, bar staff, but they were able to employ 15 other people from the region who had lost their job. That story, so first of all, they've done it. They've actually lived and breathed their values. That story just went worldwide. They got worldwide attention from that story. Now you look at that story and you go, that's absolutely a culture story because they were living their values around innovation and quality. It's absolutely a challenge story. It's potentially even a community story because the impact it had If they continue to make hand sanitizer, I don't know if they are, but if they continue, it becomes the creation story of that product. When I was speaking to their head of marketing for that company, she said that they doubled their database within a few months, their database doubled and through them ongoing sharing the story through social media, they increased their social media about 35%. And she believes as a brand, that one story, that one thing they did and constantly sharing the story, put their brand about 18 months ahead of where they expected it to be. So it's sort of back to your first question about if you've done something or if you're doing something, share the story, but keep sharing it and share it in multiple channels. Yeah, we always tell our clients and we're going to get tired of the story long before the customer gets tired of it. So we need to scream it from the mountaintops and be unapologetically ourselves. I think something that is really interesting 
from that story about the distillery is they were just people doing the right thing, right? And it ended up being something that we all gravitate towards. And we're like, hey, I love it when a corporation does the right thing because it really is counter to the narrative that every business is evil. So now we look at that and it's like, okay, you do the right thing. You scream it from the mountaintops. Now when you go back to just gin and opening up the taste room and whatever, yeah, I'm more likely to purchase you, that gin over the other gin down the road or over you know big corporate gin because I know that there's soul in that bottle. And that is something that is so hard to quantify, but it's there. And I say that because listeners, your company is probably doing something, probably doing something, probably did something during COVID that was really cool. Or, you know, that's just don't be ashamed to tell that story. If you had to, you know, get rid of the office to keep 10 people on staff, but it cut the overhead of the office or something. That's a good story. Like, and mm. I just think it's powerful that when those things and when we are, we have that human element in the story and there's real people, obviously a pandemic exacerbates things to the millionth degree. Yeah. To just double down on that to your point and scream it from, scream it from the rooftops. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I think what you said, it's like, it's finding your soul. And I sort of like that word because it's, you know, we can talk about our brand values and it's in our DNA and our code of conduct, but it's like our soul. It's, this is what we believe in and this is what we're going to do. And more and more, and you know it and your audience would know it, that this whole new generation and, and in customers are buying stuff from companies they like and companies that are doing the right thing and companies that just that are not in it for profit so find those examples so that's what i said the first thing you got to do is be clear of what you want to be known for find the examples of you actually doing it and your employees doing them and then actually share them so this it sort of becomes this uh, cyclical thing of capture the stories, communicate them, and then create them, as in do something that creates a story and then share it and share it and share it and and keep sharing it because they're really powerful. I love it. Now, that is a taste of the book and I can't wait to dive in. Gabrielle, before I let you go, if people want to get the book, right, get the latest book or learn more about you, connect with you online, like one, where can they go grab the book? Two, where should they connect or follow you online? Yeah, so the book's in the, all the usual places, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere. It's paperback, e-version, audio. It's not me doing the audio, by the way, but it is audio. But if you're interested, gabrieldolan.com is my website. There's actually a seven-day storytelling starter kit, so it's free and it's sort of – it is what it says. You can get on it. You'll get an email from me, a short video you get it once a day for a week and it's just a way to get you started on storytelling of thinking, how could I do this? But yeah, if you're into marketing and you want to market your company through storytelling, then the latest book, Magnetic Stories, is pretty much marketed at that. I love it. I will put links to that in the show notes page as well so you guys can go and pick up a copy. I highly recommend. Gabrielle, thanks so much for coming on today. I think this was great and I I learned a bunch and I'm going to take some of this now to our clients. Thanks, Jordan. It's been fun. All right, everybody. That's it for this episode. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Shelton, and I'll catch you next time. Um, 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 um.